there, single lady. I am so glad that you're here. And today is going to be a great episode because we are going to do an extension of last week. So in the last episode, I talked about how to tell if a man is emotionally available because that's what a lot of women want. And this week, we're going to talk about how to invite a man to become more emotionally available to you. And good news, I've got my awesome husband here. Say hi. Hello. (laughs) And to help give us a little guidance. He's a great sport, as always, to join us. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. I am so glad that you're back. Okay, so you want a guy who's emotionally available a guy who can not only commit to you, but can also talk to you about how he feels. So this is a great thing to want in a relationship because it's what makes a relationship rewarding and deep and fun. However, as women, we kind of need to understand how men are wired so that we don't end up hurting a relationship that could really bud into something great or hurting a relationship that we already have. So you want to have the right expectations of a man and you want to treat him in a respectful way while you are inviting him to open up to you. And in the last episode, we talked about how emotional availability happens on a couple levels. It happens on one level when a man is emotionally available to commit to a relationship with you. And then it happens on another level, the emotional intimacy level, where he is able to share his feelings with you. Now, when most women talk about wanting a man who is emotionally available, they're referring to the kind of guy who can share his feelings. But this can be kind of tricky because research shows that most men are emotionally unavailable at sharing their feelings. Oftentimes, they just don't know how to do it the way that women do. Research even shows that they use fewer words every day. And they haven't been taught to tap into their feelings the same way that women have been taught, right? Socially, it's totally normal for a woman to have a conversation with another woman about her feelings and her emotions, right? So that means that even if you have an emotionally available man, he probably won't be able to sit and chat for hours on end with you the way that your best girl bud can. Of course, there are exceptions to this, but most men are not as emotionally connected to themselves and others as women are. So this is really important to keep in mind so that your expectations don't create strain on a great relationship. And right here is where I would like to invite my husband to jump in and see, like, Clark, do you have any thoughts about anything that I just shared? As we go through this, each of these points, we're going to ask him to jump in to share his thoughts. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. Men, we don't know what to do with our feelings most of the time. Um, We're taught from the time we're little boys, not to not have feelings, but we've got to be tough. We've got to be strong, and we, we really aren't allowed to express a lot of emotions. When we do express emotions, sometimes we get criticized for it. Either we're a rager or we're a wimp if we cry or, you know, so we're just supposed to be steady rocks. And that's just ingrained in us from a long time. And so in addition to, I think, just the biological stuff that you mentioned, just the cultural influences for men to be men, just really, you know, they play into that. 
Right. So it can be hard because of all those cultural influences and the way that a guy is brought up. So not only all those things, but a guy could be afraid of sharing too much for the fear of getting hurt. Like you said, if he's going to get criticized or whatever, it can be difficult for men to open up. And as you have often said, a man's biggest fear is the fear of failure, Clark. So if he feels as if he isn't cutting it in the emotional connection department with you, woman who's listening, it can be a huge help to be compassionate and patient and kind when it comes to inviting your guy to share his feelings. So notice though that I said inviting, I didn't say making (laughs) a man share his feelings because there are a lot of coaches out there that say, well, you can make a man fall in love with you, or you can make a man be more emotionally available or vulnerable, but you can't make a man or anyone else for that matter, do anything, right? You can though create an environment that is more emotionally safe and more inviting for a man. So he might feel more inspired to talk to you. So as a woman, I believe that women have the power in a relationship with a guy to invite him to share more of himself with them. But they also have the power in the opposite way to create an environment that creates negativity and shuts a man down, right? So though, what we want to talk about And the first one here, I'd like to ask Clark if he'd chime in on it too. We're going to talk about how to invite a man to become more emotionally available or vulnerable. So the first one is to be honest and open about your own feelings. So speaking from experience, um, men love women who are honest and open about their feelings because you've talked about, Clark, how a man, his big thing is failure. But part of that is that he wants to know that, that a woman trusts him. Right. Right. And so if she opens up about her feelings, then he knows that she trusts him and it shows that she's not afraid to have an emotional connection with him. And that's a huge deal for guys. They want to be trusted. Is that is that true? That is true. The other thing is it takes some of the guesswork out of it. I mean, men, sometimes we feel like we have to be mind readers. Again, we don't want to mess it up. So we're worried about reading your mind wrong. And getting in trouble out of that. So when you're honest and open about your feelings and just tell us how we're feeling, at least we know that much. And we can we can focus on what to do from there as opposed to worrying about failing, about misreading you. Because it, it really does drive us crazy when we ask you what's wrong. Nothing. Uh, nothing's wrong. If I have to tell you, then if you don't know already, then I'm not even going to tell you. You know, those kinds of responses just crush us because uh, we don't know what to do. Right. And we don't, don't want to fail. And you're putting yourself out there the best you can, trying to connect. And then when a woman says nothing, and it right. makes you feel rejected. So one tendency, and, and I have had a tendency to do this, is for women to shut down and not mm-hmm. talk about their feelings if their guy isn't being as emotional as them. Because women, lots of times, they want like for like. That means that if I'm super open with you, I want you to be super open with me. And it can feel like rejection if a guy isn't like that. But you want to remember, you who are listening, that heading down that road of just shutting down and not talking isn't gonna help at all. And Clark and I have talked about this in the past. Like It's something that I really wanna do is to continue throughout our marriage continue to be open because just remember that a guy may not access his emotions as freely as you do. So if your guy has asked for more openness and more communication from you about your feelings, then the good thing is it's a really good opportunity to show him how much he means to you. So Clark, would you say that that's true as far as a woman shutting down and Give me well, I, I don't presume to speak for women, but I, I could, certainly would see how that will happen. 
if it's a one-sided conversation, it kind of takes the motivation for the other side to talk. If they never get a reply back, I will say some guys would love that. If some guys are so um, bent around the axle about trying to be vulnerable and share their emotions, they probably would love it if they never get asked. But you're not going to develop any kind of intimate relationship that way. You know, you mentioned like for like. If I'm open with you, I expect you to be open back with me. Going back to our first point, I think you need to set the expectation for what that actually looks like. Like, you know, what do you mean? Because if you're going to use a whole lot more words and be a lot more destructive and a lot more emotional about your emotions, a guy can respond, but he may not respond like that. You know, he's going to respond in man talk. And so we've talked before, it may not be quantity. It may be quality, but it may not be quantity. His right. answer may not be as long. Right. Um, so don't expect a guy to respond to a woman the way a woman would respond to a woman. Right. You know, right. I think you have to understand what man speak is when they're being open. They're just not going to be as wordy. Yeah, and appreciate the little things, yeah, right? right? Yeah, which leads us to this next point, which is for a woman to start slow in sharing her feelings. So when you first start to share your feelings with a guy, I think lots of times it's best to go slow in a gradual manner because, or even if you're in a relationship for a while, right? Because it's easy for guys to feel overwhelmed by too much at once. So I think it can be smart for a woman to share a little bit at the beginning and kind of see what that's about. It's not about playing games. It's not that you're trying to be manipulative. It's simply that you're aware of how a guy's been created and you're honoring how he's been created and that he can get overwhelmed by a lot of conversation or not a lot of conversations, but like if you just Some like deep stuff too fast. Yeah. And yeah. just be like, I don't know what to do with all of that. Right? right. So again, it's not that a woman should be afraid. It's just that she's honoring maybe how a guy's been made. I mean, what do you think about that? We don't want women to be scared. Right. We don't want them to be afraid of sharing, but just to understand how guys are made. So like, what are your thoughts? Well, I think that's right. I mean, I, I don't know what the definition of slow is, but you certainly don't want to start just venting early on in a relationship and make it look this because that's good. That guy's never going to be able to keep up, keep up um, with you. And he's not going to know what to do first or what you actually need. And so that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be a little tough to start out that way. But you want to get to that point. I mean, you should be a point where you don't have to hold back. Right. Once you are in this sort of trusting relationship and you've gotten to know each other, you should be able to talk about things in full. I would say the best way to phrase it is the way you've been saying it. Talk about how you're feeling. Don't talk about what the guy did. To make right? you feel a certain way. Yeah. What he did wrong. Yeah. yeah. You did this and you were wrong to do this and you did this to me. And that just talk about how you're feeling rather than trying to presume what the guy's intentions were or just focus on his stupid mistake. Just say when I, you know, when that happened, it made me feel like this. Yeah. Instead of saying what you did was wrong. Cause then it kind of says, this is my issue. I, I felt like this. So, yeah, and I, I think that that is a good point for any situation with anyone. You know, it could be a friend or a parent or a child or whatever. Um, you can present how you're feeling because that's the way to communicate in such a way that it's going to create openness between the two of you instead of creating defensiveness, like right, right. off the bat, right. right? So, some ideas are that you can just talk about if you wanted to kind of go into it slow and not just bombard a guy with a lot of emotion, a lot of deep stuff, is maybe talk about how you're doing and how you feel about it and share about what's going on in your life right now and how you feel about it or something that you're excited about. Like, tell him all about it. 
And then the good things too. Yeah. And not the, just the so bad things. Not relationships. They should be uh, well-rounded in the sense that we share humor together yeah. and we share fun together, yeah. but also you express your feelings. If the only feelings you're expressing are when you're sad or mad. Right. And you never tell them when you're happy and content and, you know, you really appreciate him. That's going to be tough too. Yeah. And that's going to create a lack of openness probably on his part. Right. 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 Um, also, one thing that I want to throw in here is as you're sharing your emotions with a guy, like watch for his body language, because if it looks like he's starting to feel overwhelmed or like it's looking like it's too much, you can pull back and share less. So let me give you an example. Um, I was just recently with a woman who is very talky, talky, talky. And I like to talk, but if I have somebody who is way more talkative than me, I will just kind of pull in and just sort of listen and become more quiet. But this person actually sort of overwhelmed me emotionally. But if she had paid attention, you know, and she's a really nice person, but if she'd paid attention, she may have seen what was happening to me, but she was so busy talking that she didn't see what it was doing to me. So I think it's really important to pay attention to body language and how the other person is responding. Okay. Do you have anything else for nope. that one? Nope. Okay. And also when you're uh, sharing your own feelings, especially if you're feeling sad or you're upset about something, if you let him know what you need from him, that can really help him and help you both in communication to solve the problem and then sure. and lead to greater closeness, right? Yep. So one thing, Clark, that you and I talked about just recently is if I share about something and I'm sharing about my feelings and I'm sharing, 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 you can look deflated. But if I tell you what it is that I need from you, you said that would be really helpful. Sure. So just to let you know, do I want advice? Do I just want you to give me a hug? Do I want you to try to fix it? Because the normal inclination lots of times is to for a guy to, to fi it. fix right. it, right? right? But for a woman, lots of times, that's not what she wants. She don't want no fixing. She just wants to be loved on. And heard. And heard. And maybe she just wants to be heard. Maybe she just wants to hug. Um, but if you give him a heads up at the beginning when you're sharing something difficult or sad or hard, if you could just let him know, you know, thank you so much for just listening to me. And can I just vent for a little bit? And sure. will you just, just be my sounding board and I don't need you to fix it or I just need a hug or whatever. So that can set a great example for how to connect and create an awesome, respectful tone in the relationship when you share your own feelings. Right. Right. Agreed. Okay, next one. You want to avoid making him feel judged or criticized. So, because a woman, maybe you're really used to sharing your feelings and being open about your emotions. Like we were talking about, he may not be able to do that as freely, and he might even need some extra time and extra space to process right. his own thoughts before sharing them with you. We've right. all heard about that men are from Mars, women are from Venus book, right. Right. and how it talks about how the guy needs to go into his cave, <laughs> right, to think about things. But if you push a guy into sharing his emotions, which I haven't always been great at doing this this the right way, um, he will most likely close up and stop sharing altogether. So a guy true. can have tr true. true. Okay, yeah. so let's just stop here for just a minute. So tell me about this man cave thing, because when we women <laughs> we process by talking out loud. But men are logical, so we have to think it through. Okay. And and sometimes we're pretty lousy at expressing our feelings, so we need to sort of think about how we want to talk back. Um, and so, but a lot of it is, so a lot of it's just self protective. We've just been wounded a little bit, so we need to go back and lick our wounds a little bit and then come back and be be okay with it. But um, 
that's just that's just a guy thing. I mean, part of it's yeah, it's just defensive. I think it's okay. the way it's the way we sort of protect ourselves by giving us a little space. Okay, so in women though, we process by sharing out loud, right? Yeah, and um, we we've joked about that video on YouTube called the nail. I mm. think it is where the woman has. Literally in the video, this woman has a nail in the middle of her head and she's like, my head hurts so bad. And she's complaining about how her head hurts, but she doesn't know there's a nail in her head and, and her guy's trying to fix it. Well, you, you yeah. have a nail and she's like, won't you listen to me? You're just trying to right. fix it. Right. But it's a perfect example of how men and women relate differently when there's a problem. Right. Now, there could be lots of reasons. Maybe you just talked about how a guy may not communicate his feelings immediately, like he needs to go to the cave to think about it, like mm -hmm. lick his wounds. But there could be other reasons, right, why a guy doesn't feel as comfortable sharing his emotions. We just don't, we just don't know we how. Don't know how. We just don't know how. Right. Yeah. They just weren't taught. Or maybe there was a particular childhood experience. Maybe you got teased by you know, people who said that you were a weenie or whatever when you were young, or maybe you didn't have parents who were emotionally available, or maybe a guy experienced rejection from a woman who was really special to him. And so for him to put himself out there emotionally can be kind of difficult. Yeah. Right? Right. All right. So then the next point is to make it safe for him by being patient and listening without judgment. So you want to, when you encourage him to share what he's feeling, you can repeat back to him like the active listening thing. Talk about that you understand what he's saying. Um, if he says something that makes you feel uncomfortable or confused, you can ask for explanation. Um, we just did this the other day. I said, you said something. I can't remember what it was. And I said, um, well, what do you mean by that? Can you explain that to me? And you talked a little bit more. Um, do you have any thoughts about that one? That's no different than with anybody else. I mean, you, you want to listen as you want to be listened to. And this, you know, any kind of relationship, you don't want to cut the per other person off and, and make them feel like they're idiots for having a different opinion than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Which leads to the next point. You're ahead of me, which is don't interrupt. So if he's not sharing, like let's say he is sharing and then he stops, you can just say, I'm sorry to hear that or say yes, or just acknowledge that he was talking and then wait for him to continue. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't continue, you can invite him to continue talking. Well, what happened next? Or how did that make you feel? Or, you know, what was the story? And, you know, I think we used to be better at this, but lots of times you would come home and I'd be in the kitchen or something, and I'd say, hey, tell me about your day, and you would do the same. Mm -hmm. And I think we still do it, but it's kind of nice when you know that someone yeah. sees you and they're paying attention to what went on with you, and they're asking you questions. You're just inviting them to continue talking with right. you. And you can ask questions, but don't ask them like a prosecutor. Okay. Like, right. And what do you mean by that? By it. <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, I mean, they, they want to be accusatory questions. Your tone is important. I mean, you can ask questions just like you did. And just, what do you mean by that? Just in a way to understand more as opposed to, that's so stupid. Why would you, why would you say that? Why would you think like that? Right. Those right. kinds of things. Or, Didn't you think about that before you talked or, you know, those kinds of things that, it's, it's an insult in a question. Right. Or right. not helpful. So, yeah, ask questions, but don't 
don't ask mean questions. Yeah, which sounds criticizing or right. like you're talking down, right. which leads me to the next point is that you want to watch your tone. Clark, you're way ahead of me. Sorry. Uh, that's it. No, you're doing great. Um, so watch your tone. So women, it, lots of times they're unaware that they can make a man feel emotionally unsafe by their tone. And what it sounds like is, um, well, did you get that? And your, t your voice goes down. Lots of times I hear women do this. Your tone of your voice goes down. And it can, well, why did you do that? You know, or um, did you do that? Or, you know, well, that's wrong. Or, you know, right. why, you shouldn't feel that way. So the thing about it is, is that this kind of watching your tone isn't just for the times when you're trying to communicate with him on an emotional level. It's for all the other times in your relationship. It's when you're loading up to go on a trip. It's when you're making dinner. It's when you're mm -hmm. getting ready to go to bed. It's for every area of your life because... If a woman is critical or controlling or sounds condescending, if she's always questioning him and she's making him feel like he's dumb by the way she interacts with him, why would he, in this most vulnerable part of his life, even want to open up to her? Right. Right? Because he's going to feel like he's going to get blasted. Right. So, but this isn't anything different than, like you mentioned earlier, this is the same for every situation uh, and every person. You shouldn't treat anybody that way. Men just maybe a little more... Um hurt by it right because yeah. it pricks at that like that failure thing the failure thing because mm -hmm. men don't want to fail right okay um which leads us to the next one you don't want to tell him how he should feel mm. it's the same thing that women right. don't want well you should feel that it's the fixing thing like nobody wants to be treated that way you don't want to try to make a man see things from your perspective instead you want to listen and ask questions and help him clarify maybe where his beliefs have come from so since we're talking about this kind of being critical thing, the next one is don't criticize him if he has a hard time opening up. Like don't only not criticize him about what he's saying, but don't criticize him about not opening up. Okay, so I have done this one wrong <laughs> in our marriage. So if a guy has a hard time opening up, it can be really easy for women to get frustrated or criticize their guy about not opening up or not sharing his feelings simply because she's frustrated because she wants to connect. But again, this can make a guy feel judged and doesn't help him feel safe, doesn't help him feel safe enough to open up in the future. So what you want to do is try your best not to criticize, even if you're feeling sad about how he's acted lately or about how you've communicated and find ways to communicate that are respectful and constructive. So what you want to do is avoid giving him any reason to feel judged or criticized for having trouble for opening up. So don't say things like, which I have done this wrong. Don't say things like, you don't talk to me or why won't you share with me or whatever. Like if I'm asking you about how you feel. Just turn it into a positive. So I really love to hear what you're thinking. Don't say feeling. I'd really love to know what you think about this. Okay. Or um, I love it when you talk to me like that. You know, affirm him when he does good so or, or invite him to talk more by saying how much you love it when he shares more instead of saying, I hate it when you don't. Okay. So my question for you is you said, don't say, how are you feeling? You said, how are you thinking? So yeah. talk to me about that because that's different. Uh, now you're forcing a guy to share his feelings when he may not be ready to. I want to know how you're feeling right now. And okay. sometimes the guy is, I don't know how I'm feeling right now, or I'm not feeling anything right now because <laughs> this is all just, you know, hitting me. So I'm not feeling anything. And honestly, sometimes we're not feeling anything. <laughs> it's like, what are you thinking about?
Nothing. It's, Absolutely nothing. And that's just a normal guy thing. Isn't that like, isn't there a comedian that talks about the nothing box pro- that men have? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's true. That women so, can like hold the baby on their hip, talk on the phone to their best girlfriend about their deepest things, you know, help with the PTA meeting or, you know, get ready for her date or whatever. She can do all of these things all at once. Yeah. But men have a harder time accessing the different parts of their brain. And they're, it's biological. Yeah. There really is research that right. shows that men have a com- way can focus on one compartment at a time mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Right? And sometimes it's nothing. <laughs> so yeah, just just encourage him. Tell him you're interested in what he's thinking or fe- you can say feeling, but don't force him to share his feelings. Um, and be okay if he says, I don't know right now or nothing or I'm fine. It, it may be the truth. But, you know, as I said, as opposed to criticizing him when he doesn't, just praise him when he does. Okay. I will take that to heart. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that you and I have talked about is sometimes like if you seem like you're stressed out about work or whatever, and we all get stressed out about work sometimes, mm-hmm. I get stressed and I'll say, well, what's wrong or how are you? And you're like, nothing, I'm fine. And I don't understand that because usually I can go and I can like immediately access my emotions. I know what it is. I kind of understand what's going on with it and why. And then if you say, no, I'm fine. It's okay. Then I can be like, I'm thinking, well, why don't you just talk about it? Because it'll help you feel better. Because some guys, the way they want to deal with it is to forget about it. Right. Right. Not if it's something that they need to deal with. Let's say you just had a lousy meeting or you got a mad email. Uh huh. I really don't want to talk about it. I actually want to move on to the next thing. I want to distract myself and do something else. Right. Because it made me mad and I want to get past it. And so talking about it, is not helpful because so, I actually want to forget about it. So a woman would say, though, that's not really solving it. But that is there's the nothing way to, to solve There's it. nothing to solve. I mean, like I said, you just got some snippy email. Right. There's no solving it. It's just you got to deal with your emotions. And some I, I do this sometimes. You know what? I'd rather just change the subject and do something else. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to deal with it. I just really I don't want to think about mm-hmm. it anymore. And I think that what this comes down to is just understanding, which is hard to do sometimes, that just because as a woman you handle certain situations a certain way doesn't mean it's the only right way, right? Right. That a guy will handle it differently. And I think that just to have that awareness is really respectful. It can be hard to do. Um, Also, what you can do is reassure a guy. Like if he does open up and he talks to you to reassure him that, um, you know, you will keep that confidential and that it's only going to stay between the two of you. Because again, that comes down to, I think, a guy needing to know that he's not going to look like an idiot in front of everybody else. Um, Sometimes it is necessary to bring in a third party like if you are married, for example, you know, getting some counseling or something, but even then, and you and I have talked about this before, you know, why men are so reluctant sometimes to go to counseling or even sometimes if counseling is necessary in a dating relationship, it's because they're afraid they're going to get blasted. Yeah, we're going to go to the doghouse. Right. And who wants to go to the doghouse, right? Right, right? And so just to let a guy know that you love him and that you respect him and this isn't about punishing him. It's how to learn how to be you know, better in the relationship for him. Do you think that's right? Yep. Okay. Um, You can also initiate a conversation about his feelings. Like you said, right? Like you said, you can ask him what he's feeling, but don't be surprised if he says, I don't know. Yeah. I'm fine. Right. And so a wise woman isn't going to take this personally. 
she's going to remember. Yeah, especially it has nothing to do with her. Like I said, if you get the snippy email, it has nothing to do with you. So don't, you know, if he doesn't want to talk about it, don't take it personally. Right. Which is hard not to do. It's hard not to do. It's just right. It's just out of the way it is. And I, I just think this is great because as you understand the opposite sex, you can have healthier relationships. Sure. And this all doesn't start in marriage. It no. starts before that, right? right? Um, and two, if you have the honeymoon phase of a relationship, it may seem like you're both on the same page emotionally, but it takes practice and it takes patience and it takes a lot of love. Um, you can also ask him what he needs from you. This might be the same thing as asking a guy how he feels. He may not want to share that or he may not be able to access that or he may feel like he shouldn't share it. So it can be really difficult understanding how to communicate with a man. But again, I think that the more that you understand about how men are wired and the more you understand about how you are wired, right. um, the better it can be. And it doesn't mean that you can't have a great relationship just because you're different. And it is possible to have a great relationship. Sure. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, again, a lot of this is how would you treat anybody, right? If you're having a conversation with your sister or your mom or your best friend, um, a lot of these rules apply. Just understand that men, for the reasons we've talked about, whether it's biologic or cultural, we just don't know how to express feelings the way you guys do. And just that's what you got to understand. Yeah. And, and we take criticism a lot more deeply than you guys probably do. Which I was going to say is that to keep in mind when you're talking to a guy, which I have not always done perfectly, but you want to keep in mind to be especially sensitive. Because I think that women often see men as these macho guys and they, you know, they're tough and all that. But really, when it comes to emotions, I think that men can be even more sensitive than women. Could be. At yep. times. Mm -hmm. And so we hope this has been helpful for you. All of these great tips on how to invite a man to be more emotionally available to you. Just remember to be easy on your guy. Like, don't be too hard on him or beat him up because he's not like you. <laughs> All right. And as we close here, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, please.